Hi, I'm John Elsesser, Executive Director of IMPEA, and I'd like to welcome you to the 2021 edition of the Statehouse Express. And this stop is episode number two. On January 4th, the General Assembly convened for the 2021 legislative session in a very different looking and feeling Statehouse. Of course, COVID has almost everyone in the building behind masks, but in addition, the logistics have a very different feel as well. The House, when meeting in full session, is meeting in a very large conference room in Government Center South to allow for social distancing. And most committees will not allow non-committee members in the committee meeting rooms. Individuals that are testifying on bills in most cases will do it from a different room electronically. Now, this is going to greatly reduce the opportunities for informal interactions with legislators. And that's an important tool in a lobbyist tool belt. The hope is to prevent an outbreak amongst legislators, something that could delay or even halt the session. And as you may know, this is a budget session, so there's a lot of very important business to accomplish by the end of April. It's going to be a very interesting session to watch, just to say the least. As I shared in our preview podcast before the holidays, our legislative agenda is always first and foremost to protect and defend. In addition, as we celebrate the 10th anniversary of the Choice Scholarship Voucher Program, we are also hoping to see some expansions to school choice in Indiana. And finally, we want to eliminate any negative impact of the pandemic on our schools. This includes holding schools harmless from both state and choice accountability. And that's because it's based in part on a state assessment that attempts to measure instruction that has been greatly impacted by this pandemic. Now, as we put this podcast together, all of the bills haven't been published yet, so we still don't have the full picture. But let me give you the 40,000-foot view of what we're seeing so far. As of last night, we have 45 bills on our watch list. They fall generally into seven categories. School choice, religious liberty, curriculum and instruction, school or student safety, COVID-related, training, and other administrative issues. And please remember, in terms of the legislative process, many bills that are introduced never even get a hearing, and those that do can be changed significantly or just die along the way. It's a very long process. Let me highlight a few bills that I'd like to put on your radar. First, we're expecting at least three bills focused on the expansion of school choice. One of them, House Bill 1005, has some really high hopes. This includes increasing the financial eligibility for families, simplifying the program by providing all eligible recipients with a 90% voucher, and eliminating the pathways, while also doing away with the two consecutive D or F accountability consequences. <laughs> wow, what do you think? Talk about high hopes, but we're not done. The bill will also include the new concept of an ESA, an educational savings account. And the attended audience for this ESA is a very select group of students, including students with special needs, foster children, or children from military families. And whether all of these changes stay in the bill is yet to be seen, but as you can see, folks have set their sights pretty high. And to accomplish any of this, we're going to need your help. Now, shifting gears, there are a couple bills that could impact the religious liberty of our faith-based schools. Senate Bill 33 and Senate Bill 119 both could impact the school's employment practices. Now, at this point, it's doubtful that those two bills will get a hearing, but we'll still be watching closely in case we need to engage our folks. There are a number of bills that deal with some type of training. House Bill 1027 provides requirements around handgun training for teachers. House Bill 1040 focuses on training dealing with sudden cardiac arrest. And Senate Bill 205 includes training on trauma-informed instruction. As always, where possible, 
We will push back on additional training for teachers and staff, but on some health and safety issues, it's really difficult to do. There are also a variety of administrative bills, such as improving broadband access and in changing the criminal background check requirements, to safe drinking water in preschools, to civil immunity for COVID-related lawsuits. As you can see, things run the gamut, and that's only a small sampling of what's out there. So stay tuned, there will be more to come. To be successful legislatively, it takes basically two things, for people to be informed, and second, for people to engage. Through our podcasts, legislative updates, advocacy video, local school newsletter inserts, and through social media, we will do our best to keep you informed. Then the ball is in your court, to engage yourself as well as to motivate others to do the same. You know the mantra. Each school should have a legislative liaison as their local grassroots coordinator and set two public policy goals. School communities must reach out to their elected representatives if we're going to have any chance at a successful session. There are lots of high hopes, but it depends on all of us, and we're counting on each of you. Well, that's it for this edition of the State House Express. Much more will be coming in future editions as the session unfolds. So until then, be well, stay safe, and we'll see you next time for the next edition of the State House Express.